You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Aprom Kivalevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Take a look. The Gemara says that, um, based on going back to the Mishnah, the Gemara had, the Mishnah had said, Minchas Chote was Kodemes to Minchas Nedove. Um, now, Minchas Chote, of course, you know, if you go to the end of uh, Parshas Vayikra, you'll see you have the Korbanos, which are, of course, are the Korbanos Olim Vyorotim. These are Korbanos where HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives options for people who are poor, uh, who aren't able to afford the animal. We have Dalim and Dale Dalim. And there's the people who have a certain level of poverty, and they are able to bring a bird instead of the two animals, the chatas and the oila. Um, and then you have even a, 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 a more impoverished person is able to bring the korban mincha. And that's the minchas chota, because really the person has done an avera. He's done an avera that, you know, actually, even an avera that's quite severe. He made a false shvua. He went into the base of Mikdash when he was Tomei. The Gemara tries to actually figure out, is there a shogeg here, or is this guy really just like a a real, you know, really has violated something? Anyway, the point, though, is, is that our Mishnah has told us that if there's a question in terms of the Kohanim, which carbon to deal with first, we deal with the minchas chote before a mincha of an adova that someone wants to bring. And again, usually, generally, a, a poor person, as the Gemara says, nefesh kisakriv, so the Gemara asks, why did the Mishnah give that hierarchy, assuming it's more holy? Maybe the Minchas Nedava is more holy, and it should come first, or it has more Kedusha, whatever, however you want to translate Kedusha. Shekain Tauna Shemen Vilavona. Because look how much more you have to put into it. You have to put the oil, the frankincense, you have to put that material in. There's more work involved and more things that need to be placed into this in order to be considered a carbon. Mer says, that's a good point. Because there was a chet involved, right? Since there was the chet involved, and as we've said before, that shows you the power of the carbon. The fact that it relates to a chet and it somehow ameliorates or mitigates the chet, that means it's powerful. It has kedusha to it. And that's what the Gemara says, mechaperes. And the fact that it can be mechaperes means it has more kedusha. You would do that first. All right. So the Mishnah spoke about minchas chote, which Again, is the mincha that's mentioned in, as the oil of Yorid mincha in Parshas Vayikro. But what about something which is it really considered a minchas chota or not? Or it's not a minchas nadava. Is it a, what would it be with that? And this is the Gemara's next question. This is a typically boiluhu. And by following the Gemara's line of questioning, it again, it not only allows us to see the dynamic of the Gemara, but also gives us the yudios in, in this, this area that we need for Kachim. So let's see the Gemara's question. So let's see the Gemara's question. Here we go. Iboyluhu was asked in the base Madrash, Minchas Sota or Minchas Nedova? Ezem and Kodemus. Again, they're both from individuals. Um, the Minchas Sota, right, 
Um, uh, and the Gemara is going to tell you what the two tzedem are. Whenever you have a Bailahu, you can always hope, you always know what's coming afterwards, which is explanation of why it was a question. Minchas Nadova Kodma, Shekain Tuna Shemen, Ulevona. Look at the amount you have to put into it. Oh, Dilma Minchasota Kadima. It's not exactly like a Minchas Chote because there isn't a solid Avera that the person has done. In fact, the woman who is the Sota is accused, but there is no clear evidence that she has done what her husband suspects her of doing. I mean, <laughs> no, let me say it better. There is evidence, but it's not clear. It's not that you know for sure. Otherwise, you wouldn't be a Sota. And it's not like, oh, she did the Avera, and now she's bringing this to be Machapa, her Avera. So therefore, it's not like uh, someone who went into the base of Mikdash Tameh or made the false Shvua that brings the Korban Mincha, part of the Olaviyoreid, because there we know it's dealing with an Avera. Here, it's not dealing, but Shekain Bo'o Levarer Ovon. Because the per- it's coming to really show, has she done the Avera or not? It'll either tell us when it occurs, now along, of course, with the drinking of the mesota, but it's all part of that process that needs to be done. Seemingly, if you would only drink the mesota, Sheila, you wouldn't, it wouldn't work. You need to bring the carbon with it. You need to bring the minchas sota along with it. it can't, you can't just have the drinking. It needs, it's all one process. It's all part of the same process. And therefore, what it's going to determine is, was there an Avera here? So maybe that shows how powerful it is, because it's still, it's, it might, it's not meant to be Machaper the Avera, but it'll tell us whether she is a Balas Avera or not. So you go either way on this. Toshma, let's see from our Mishnah. Our Mishnah, when it talked about the hierarchy of the Menochos, what it put in, ahead of the Nedava was, where there's an actual sin that's unknown about who the and therefore you now again either it means you would do the nadava first or like we said uh, last week if you remember from the rambam you could go either one but it wouldn't be necessarily the correct procedure is to do the sota first Mara says, you know what? I don't, you know, it could be. If you take a look at what the the, the Mishnah said, the Mishnah said because it's it's bo alachet. The Mishnah doesn't use that word mechaperes. I understand that's what you assumed it meant. Bo alachet is another way of saying it's taking care of the chet. It's it's ameliorating, blunting giving kapara for the chet. But that's not the term the Mishnah used. Mipnei shehi bo'o al chet, k'toni. It's here because of a chet. It, it's here al chet. V'hanami al chet. This is also coming because of the suspected chet. There's chet behind it. So maybe... It would seem, based on the Gemara, the way I would say, you know, this you could read the Mishnah to say Minchas Chote includes a Sota. She's a Safek Chote, but it definitely 
was bar based on the chet that could have happened. And, and I, I think that you might even want to interpret here uh, another layer, which is that even if she has not actually engaged in sexual coitus, let's, let's put it, but she definitely went into a room with this guy. She definitely has not acted the way we expect most women to act. Um, you know, and, and again, one of the proofs to this is the fact that um, even if she's innocent, she still is disgraced, right? Even if she's innocent, she still has the uh, the, the rope that is uh, tied around her midriff. She still is um, her her blouse is ripped open, revealing uh, her bosom. Uh, there is a still a sense, of course, ultimately, which was the simple pshat and pasik. Uh, her hair is, is is strewn open for people to see who she is. The wantonness. Now, now, now she's innocent, right? But is she? Okay. Well, wh- where did this take place? It was still in the base of Mikdash, right? I mean, how many people were? People, the there were people who could see. There were people that were meant to see. There were people who were talking. Is it in, where was this in the? Location? So it was. It was, it was so it was in the. It, it, it was in the Azara. Okay. And, Azara. And, and and people could see it. There were people on the side who were able to note this. There were people who were on right. the, at the Cheo who could peek in, and, and and see what was going on. Similarly to the way it was on Yom Kippur, when people could see things that were happening there. Got it. Um, so it wasn't in the Heicha, it wasn't in the closed area. And therefore, you would say, you know what? She is a Balaschet in a way, right? <laughs> right? So in a way... This, this was, so this is kind of a Kapara for if she was innocent of the more Machmir thing. This is a Kapara for her. Well, yeah, for now, her. You, you, now again, you have to say, well, why did she engage in this behavior? You know, she's innocent, right? Maybe she, like Hannah said... They wanted children. Ah, so that is one of the ideas, which, which, like you know, the Gemara Bracha says that Chana says that if she 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 argued with God, she said, if you don't give me children, I'm going to create a whole um, fictional affair with someone, get my husband uh, honestly yeah. jealous, in order that I could use the magic waters to be able to tap into the promised Bracha of having a child. Yeah, it's kind of so, like. Hey, so, does that mean that? Be- does that mean that all the innocent women were just, you know, desperate for in a fertility anguished women who wanted to have children? Um, and you know, was Hannah the outlier? Or what's more logical is that there was definitely something, uh, definitely something incorrect with the uh, with what was happening. There's definitely something that's probably you know, um, uh, dysfunctional and, 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 and rotten, I guess, if you would say, in their marriage. And maybe this was a shakeup that she was trying to do. Again, there's three levels we can, what we can interpret here. One level is, you know, that she wants to have chill, what you say. She's, you know, like a, she's going to take a desperate move and sort of make use of something and, create a subterfuge and a lie about herself of being wanton in order for her to get the chance to get her lips onto the magic potion that will allow her to have the baby. That's one way to look at it. 
The other way to look at it is, is that, um, she did have the Yetzirah for this fellow. She was flirting with the idea of adultery, but she stopped herself. And, um, although, she, you know, she definitely, and that would be, you know, the most normal way to explain. Okay. I, I did go into the Motel 6. I did. I know you warned me against this guy and, you know, that we still have something. And, and, but then, uh, similar to Yosef and Aishas Potiphar, something stopped me at the end. I, I remembered what we meant to each other. I remembered the vows that I took to, I realized I'm an Aishas Ish. And she did not uh, commit the act, and the husband still has doubts. That would be the simple, simple understanding of what's going on. But still, it clearly shows how close she was and the fact that she was involved in behavior, which might be us according to the Rambam in Atayra, right? Well, you know, if you say that Lysikravu is, uh, you know, is, is, is Averis that, right. inc- that include uh, coquettish flirting and things like that, then she was mm-hmm. over Isurei Daraisa. And this know. would require witnesses, right, to the fact that she was... Witnesses, witnesses were there for Yichud. So there, it could be, it does deal with the Chet. It's not just right. Levarir right. Ovon. There actually is a Chet. The third way of looking at it is, is, is saying, you know, even if she's innocent, is that it's a subterfuge. There's some guilt. There's some well, guilt the, of some sort. Right, but the subterfuge might not be because I wanted to have the baby. The subterfuge is I needed to make you jealous. You, right, you, were, you, you were ignoring me. Yeah, you ignored me. Right, right, right. <laughs> so, I, so I'm really not interested in this guy. And he actually wants to help our marriage. I yeah. paid him. He went. He came from the actor's union uh, sure. to act like he is, you know, this, 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 this uh, Casanova. But really, it was all I paid him off. This whole thing was to get you jealous. Was for you to be, uh, for you to be this angry husband and to be really the and, and now and, and I and all of it was a phony. That I think is I don't know if that's more um, uh, plausible than Hannah's Eitzah, but those two I think are the pl- are, are, are those are outlying possibilities that would need right. a lot again that would need a lot of right. Right? Right. but I think the middle possibility is the more logical one. Yeah. And, there, and therefore, there's a chet here. Yeah, she changed her mind. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Got it. So that chet is what the mincha is for. And that's what the Gemara is saying. Hanami bal chet. Okay, but we still don't know. Because since it's not a, a chet that is clear, you know, in other words, the chet of, of Yichud, uh, which is an Isser de Rabbanon, the, the Chet of Leisikravu, um, again, of Dibur without necessarily um, hugging and kissing, which wasn't seen. So maybe that's not really Chet or not. So that's why we need another proof. Toshma, Zu Kodemis Lizu, Shezubo Menachitim, Vizubo Menasaorim. So here we have a brysa. Now we don't know what the brysa is talking about. It's a vestigial, a vestigial brysa. Okay, so we have this language though, which we know is accurate. Zu koidemis lezu, shezu bomenachitim. Hmm, wheat, that must be a mincha. 
and this one must be barley. Aha. Uh-huh. Well, we know it sounds like something comes in f- that we decided we had a we had a toss up question, and the way we answered it in terms of kedusha was getting into the physical uh, essence of what the mincha was constructed out of. It must be then that this Brisa had the same question that was that was argued about in the Talmudic Academy, which was. Hmm, is Minchas Sota first or Minchas Nadava first? And each one sort of had its strength. And it was a, uh, a and, and therefore this Brysa solved it by going deeper within the essential makeup of what the Mincha was. Right? Otherwise, like, like, that's the way you decide which one is more holy. It must be each one could make a claim to aspects of holiness like we just did before. And therefore, it's solving it, this Brisa, by saying there's a, a mile of wheat over barley, because wheat is more, maybe there's more carbonus that come from wheat, there are very few minchas that come from barley. Wheat, of course, you know, we know is, is more human consumption food. Barley is more animalistic, and therefore, the carbon of a wheat carbon is better than a carbon of a Kedusha-wise than barley carbon. That's where it says, my love, is that what we're talking about? Isn't this Brysa solving this conundrum, this question we had before? My love, minchas nedova, le minchas sota. That must have been what the Brysa was referring to. Said, no, no, no. You, you really are putting a bunch of information, a bunch of assumptions that you've made based on this vestigial phrase. Lo, it could be what the Brysa is coming to solve is when the question of the Ayuviyoreid Mincha versus the Sota's Mincha. This is telling the Minchas Chote comes from the Minchas Sota, and that's why we use the sense of, we use the physical wheat versus barley. Mar says, wait, wait, you don't need to do something which is sort of, illo- I mean, it's, there's a logic to it, but it's not a straightforward line connecting the dots logic barley and barley is is not so holy it's and i mean that that's sort of like uh you know scratching for an idea why don't we just do the idea that we just said before earlier in the gemara because one is an avera out in the open that the guy that the person went into the base i make their or or um uh, was uh, violated his shvua Whereas here, it's not totally kapara, right? And we, as we said, it's not kapara because the Avera is not on the table. The Avera of Eishas Ish is not on the table. Although, as we said, there might be other behaviors that 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 are negative here. Umar says, okay, all right, all right, good. So you're right then. It must be that this was not about what comes first. Minchas Chote Olaviyored before Sota. I'll say, oh, it's not about Olaviyored and Sota. So the the that vestigial phrase must be answering the question of Minchas Nedava versus Minchas Sota. Elamai Minchas Nedava. That was the answer. It was it was about Minchas Nedava versus Minchas Sota and paskening that Minchas. Nadova uh, comes first. Again, why go to the base elements that make up 
the physical carbon, tefik le dezutu neshem and bilavona. Why didn't the Brisa just say, we hear the question, but we feel the excess amount of stuff you put into it is the symbol of the Kedusha. Okay. So here I would answer this Gemara's question with a simple answer because that's a Mexican standoff. Shemen Vilavona, okay, that's a strength. It has to do with Avero that might have happened or an Avera that occurred, or bad behavior that she had. So those two are sort of like a standoff. So then we go to another level, like we go to the, the other round to try to figure out which one is better. Right? That's the answer I would have given. The Gemara's answer is a little less satisfying for me. Let's take a look. Ella, chad mitre taime nokat. It could have said the reason of uh, Shem and Vilavona, but it used another reason. Sometimes Bryce's don't give uh, the ultimate reason. Sometimes they just give uh, one of the possible two reasons. I would have said that re- we need to come on to the second reason because the first one has been neutralized by what it is that we've said. In other words, the two, the two reasons uh, um, cancel each other each reason for Sota, so we have to go to another level. And it could be that's essentially what the Gemara says. Um, it could be you could read that into the Gemara. That, you know, um, and uh, because you need the combination of the two in order. So based on what we've done, Sheila, the halacha should be in the Beis HaMikdosh, a Minchas Sota versus a Minchas Nedava, the halacha should be that the Minchas Nedava comes first, based on the reading that we have over here. It shouldn't be you have your option. Based on the dynamic of the Gemara, that's what I would expect the Psach Halacha to be, based on how we've read it. So now when we check the Rambam, um, the Rambam is giving us the Seder of Minochos. Minchas Ha'ish Kodemis Minchas Ha'isha. All right, <laughs> that's a little uh, a little bomb right there, right? And I'm sure uh, we need to explain that, men versus women, why the man carbon comes before the woman carbon. Sounds, sounds sexist, right? <laughs> okay, we'll have to deal with that a different time. Minchas chitim, you know, I'm laughing. We were saying, why is Kivalosh laughing? I'm saying, look, I, it, it opens up a whole new kettle of fish. So we'll, we'll, we'll analyze that when we need to. So the Rambam says, whenever you have chitim material comes before barley, as we saw in the Brisa, and minchas chote kodemis minchas nedova, menisha bo alachet. Hmm. The Rambam's reading of the Gemara is not like what we did. The way we read the Gemara, this Brisa. The Gemara says, huh, wasn't it, wasn't it referring to um, the, our question? And the proof is, there was, no, 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 maybe it was referring to um, uh, the carbon the, uh, uh, of the Olivia raid versus the Sot. There was no more wouldn't have said that. So that means it was referring, this Bryce was referring to, again, following the dots, the way we have our Gemara, it should have been referring to our question, which is, Sota versus Nadava. 
And yet the Rambam and 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 the and the Bryce's answer was, remember, there's wheat versus barley, which turns the tide. The Rambam seems to have rejected, at least may or maybe had a different text than we have. But again, but if you follow the dots of the simple shot of our Gemara, this psak is incorrect. Now, Minchas Nedava Uminchasota, right? The Ramam says Aizashir Tsimen Yaktim. Hold on. Um according to the way we're learning, it should be Nidava first before Sota. Again, Minchaschote Kodemasa Minchas Nedava. Okay, that makes sense. The Minchaschote is Olaviorate. But this one, it shouldn't have been a toss up. It should have been, I believe, a. Uh, it should have been a uh, a win for Nadova. Now, uh, seemingly the Rambam was not uh, the way he read our Gemara. He was not satisfied that the Gemara had really uh, proven anything. And according to the Rambam, he feels that the Bryce is was was not. Um, and, and I have a proof to the Rambam because he quotes the the, the Bryce here. The way we learned the Gemara, this phrase was the ultimate left hook that allowed Minchas uh, um, Nedova to beat Minchasota. Was this second, oh, I could have beaten you with this, but I beat you with this as well. But the Rambam quotes this as a, as a maxim independently. So he seems to have thought that this Brisa is generally true. And you'll find other applications of wheat versus barley. In terms of the Gemara's question, it was never proven. And the Rambam, again, as we've seen in previous uh, 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 jaunts into the Rambam's halachic discussion about our Gemara, the Rambam feels that when these questions are unsolved, anything you do in the Beis HaMikdash is all right. Any choice you make is, is technically the right choice. And we can't blame you for that. In fact, maybe... That is the way, it, you know, it, it isn't just a bidievet as we talked about. So. Thanks for joining us for another episode from the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode.